Oh, baby. Welcome back. We're better than ever. This is the Talking Sports Better Than Most podcast where we're coming back at you with all the best content in the world, covering all the best sports in the world. Right, and we're about to sit down and watch our own Toledo Rockets. We're going to watch DQ. That's right, Hugh Freeze. I don't think he's going to be coaching, but hopefully the Rockets can get a dub and end the year. Either way, Hugh Freeze is going out with a bang. (laughs) He's another, he's a character in himself. Um, Whether it's on top or bottom, uh, on the scoreboard. Okay, I got off track. Anyways, um, yeah, it'll be fun to watch the Rockets. It's always good to see Toledo play and um, see if they can build going to the off season and um, hopefully be the MAC favorites next year. So um, a team that was kind of up and down, be good to watch them. So as we're taping this podcast, we'll be able to watch some of the Rockets as well. But Stephen, it was an electrifying week. I I feel like we've been saying this a lot recently on the podcast over the last few months going back to last year's playoffs, but it truly was a remarkable electric weekend, not just because you won in fantasy, um, but an electric weekend for sure in college. I mean, in, in, in football, in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, the NFL saw something that it hasn't ever seen before, a largest comeback in NFL history and, uh, on Saturday. Uh, obviously, the um, Vikings came down, or came or came on top from being down 33 nothing at halftime. Um there were obviously a lot of storylines in that. One thing that I could think of, I didn't really get to watch that much of the game, but I did watch. It did happen to turn it on right once uh, that fumble did happen, and obviously um, the Vikings got screwed out of a an easy touchdown, but they ended up winning anyway, so I guess it didn't matter. Uh, something that just came up on the TV, obviously, is the situation with the... the uh, I'm sorry. Sorry not to all, everyone that would be offended, but the, Camara, uh, with the commanders now. Uh, I was going to call them the Redskins, I was going to call them the football team, and then I was going to call them now. The commanders. Um, yeah, I, I just can't believe that happened. Um, obviously, the, the game in, in Buffalo uh, offered some excitement, came down to the end, and Buffalo ends up winning. The Lions might be the hottest team in football right now. Um, you heard that right. I said the Lions, and I said the hottest in the NFL. So, overtime, uh, Chief Texans, Cowboys, Jaguars. Uh, four games in overtime, I think uh, it was. Titan Chargers came down in the end. Oh, another thing and that happened this weekend. What about the Raiders? Yeah, I forgot about that. The Raiders. The Raiders winning in regulation, um, it would probably be very hard to watch that end of that game and believe what actually happened if you were a Patriots fan. Yeah, we were playing basketball, and I'm not going to lie, I probably went crazy if I was watching that in real life. I, yeah. I believed it. I mean, I I watched, I somebody had said that they did that, but I did the same thing. I swear, I watched that play like 30 times Sunday night. Yeah. I just couldn't get over it. I was like, holy crap, how did that really happen? Yeah. Um, like you said today at dinner, it wasn't like it was. Um, well, when you first sent it to me, I thought it was overtime. That's I didn't. I like I understood if they were trying to. I mean, because really at their position right now, they can't really tie. They they have to win pretty much. I would say to really put themselves in a position. I don't know if they're actually eliminated from the playoffs yet or not, but um, you know they're in a position where they didn't. They needed to win basically every game, and so I understood that. I didn't realize it was in regulation, which to me was stupid to be trying that. Um, like I told you, a win in regulation counts the same as a win in overtime. Still still not a tie. It's still a win just as good, even if you blew somebody out, or as if you play horrible. Uh, it's a win's a win. So I didn't understand it, but um, I guess... I don't know if that's ever really happened in the NFL. No, I don't. So we saw two things. This thing on Saturday and a thing on Sunday. The NFL has never seen um, a few games in overtime. 
I mean, that's just, it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was amazing um, to see what happened. And without question, um, uh, you texted me later and asked me how Bill Belichick probably was feeling. He probably couldn't have been happy. Um, (laughs) Him of all people probably was not a happy camper with everything that happened. So it was definitely fun to see, even if I had to watch it again um, over and over and over. It was amazing to witness. So, I mean, the crazy thing is those two teams really aren't even in playoff contention. Well, I guess the Patriots could be, but they're really not a team that's going to be contending. So, I mean, you had a game like that that had really uh, some moderate playoff ramifications, but you had bigger games that had bigger things on the line, obviously. And you talked about it, and that's where I guess we can begin with the Detroit Lions against the Jets on an amazing fourth and, I mean, maybe two inches. Um, If even that, the Lions um, go play action. And um, the the tight end had dropped a pass earlier (laughs) in that drive. And you're like, what the hell is that guy doing out there? And then for him to make that catch, Mm -hmm. his hands did look a little shaky even as he was making that catch um, and just rumble-tumbled down that sideline and, I mean, to be honest with you, Detroit deserved to win that game. They went yeah. right down the field in that first drive that took like 10 minutes and came away with nothing. Um, they sort of deserved that. And um, so I, I, I'm... I said to see the Lions oh, it's crazy. for the first time in my life, at least. You have confidence, even late in the game, that they're going to win that game. You have confidence and belief that they're, they're going to find a way. You've always, at least, not, at least in my life, um, you've always had that belief that they were going to find a way not to win, not to find, not find a way to win. So we're in uncharted, uncharted territory right now for and Lions. The crazy things they got a really good chance here. I mean, they got Carolina this week. Three, I told you, um, three teams that are not above five hundred. Yeah, Carolina, got Carolina, the Bears, and I think the Packers. The Packers. I mean, yeah. so at, at Lambeau though. Yeah, I know, but which is going to be a if they tough. can get to nine and seven, I don't, I don't think they'd be happy. I think they'd be very happy going nine and seven to Lambeau. Considering the fact they were one and six a few I mean, weeks ago, I'm going to be honest. With you, this week they should win. They should beat Carolina. They're better than Carolina. They're better than Chicago. Um, the only thing that makes Chicago a little different is because Justin Fields does do things with his feet that, again, are crazy. But I mean, without question, I, take one game at a time. They should win this week. They should beat Chicago. And I don't know what's going to go on in Green Bay. I guess anything can happen. But I mean, the Lions really are. They're they're a tough team, and I think you said it. You know, depending on how they line up, they they may get a really favorable matchup in the first round as well. So, yeah, I mean, if it was right now and the Lions were the seventh seed, I mean, they're not right now the seventh seed, but if they were to play themselves into the seventh seed and play Minnesota, I think any Viking or any Lions fan would be ecstatic about that. I mean, the bottom line is you're going to send Philadelphia as the one seed. So, what are some of your other options? Maybe Tampa Bay. I mean, that would be wonderful, right? Yeah, Minnesota. Um, Dallas obviously would be a tough matchup. Um, well, they wouldn't play Philly unless Philly ended up. No, I mean, that's what I mean. I said eliminate Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So now you're going to these other NFC teams, and you'd say, who, how, who couldn't they beat? I, yeah, mean, seriously. I, mean, I don't think I any mean, team in the NFL really wants to play You don't want to play right San Francisco, obviously. Well, yeah. Right you don't um, but bottom line is, other than San Francisco. And but even San Francisco, you might even be able to argue that they're more talented. It's just obviously San Francisco is a uh, machine. Yeah, I mean, you would think San Francisco and Detroit would be like a 13-6 game, 13-10 yeah. game. Like, you don't really think it's going to get out of hand. 
Um, at least offensively, they're more talented, I would say, top to bottom. Defensively, obviously, I, I you can say that. I'm surprised the Lions did score more points better, this but. week. I mean, the Jets got a good defense. Um, I don't know. I know they missed a long field goal, burst drive. Like I said, they came away with no points. But uh, they look like the better team right now. And, you know, they don't even – I don't know. I they, they, I think, got a ton of growth still. I think their, oh, yeah. their ceiling is, is high, um, maybe compared to some other teams. But this week, here, here's the problem now. The Lions have this wonderful Cinderella story kind of going. Now they're almost expected to win. Now the pressure's a little bit different, so it'll be fun to see how the Lions handle it when they're supposed to win. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, to me, Chicago has Justin Fields, which can turn a game around. I, I, I They're better than Carolina. Yeah. If they don't beat Carolina, then shame, shame on Detroit. But they should beat Carolina, so... The the ceiling right there, like I said, is high for them, and it'll be interesting to see how they play as a favorite this week as opposed to not mm-hmm. being a favorite. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun to see. So in the NFC, and again, we talked about this. I mean, you got Dallas, and Dallas loses to the Jaguars. They jump up to this huge lead. I remember us going back and forth in the podcast last week about who to pick in this game, and I mean, the Jaguars are kind of a dangerous team. Um Jaguars got some, um, they, they do got some playmakers. Trevor Lawrence is playing better. But, you know, Dallas was supposed to have this vaunted defense. And in back-to-back weeks, they're giving up a ton of yards. They're giving up a ton of points. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're Achilles' heel right now. Yeah. I mean, Zeke Elliott's running great. Um, but the, the Cowboys' defense is what I'm most concerned about. Now, they may get away with it this week because Philadelphia might be without Jalen Hurts. But the Cowboys, I tell you, if it isn't one thing, it's another. First, they don't have enough wide receivers. They're not going to score enough points. Now it's the defense, which everyone thought the defense was wonderful. Um, I don't know. I think that's that's an interesting... Um, you feel like they got talent. Yet, for some reason, they're just not realizing it all the time. It seems like week to week. I don't know if they're bored or what the deal is, but... They just, the Cowboys just seem to Cowboy every year. I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, I think the Jaguars are a, different, a little bit of different, though. I mean, I think they've shown the ability to be good one week and then bad the next week, and I don't know if they just had a good week, but Trevor Lawrence, obviously, is just starting to play better, and I don't know, it could be a team that's just on the, on the uprise later in the year. Um, so, I I don't know how much I take out of it. I mean, it's... I think they just gotta they kinda gotta get their mojo back and kinda start to eliminate teams when they have a lead, not just to keep them around. Um, obviously as the Cowboys did over the weekend against the Jaguars. They had that lead and kept them around and obviously lost in the end. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say about them. Get another nice win over Seattle. Seattle's kind of come upon hard times. That could really hurt the Lions down the road and them in Seattle are bad yeah. one for the last playoff spot. But 49ers, they just keep doing what they're doing. Um, Quarterback-wise, around quarterback number three. Um, Of course, a certain running back took me out of fantasy on the first night. Like, San Francisco, they're they're a good quality team, folks. Mm -hmm. Um, There, I think, truthfully, is the most dangerous team in the NFC. I I feel like, offensively, they're never going to be able to get where they need to be. But it seems like they don't have to be. Because of that defense, they're in every game. They have the potential to be there. 
And if they're going to grind it out to a 10-7 game, then they're fine with yeah, that. Like, it. Yeah, they're fine No one's scoring 30 points on San Francisco. So mm-hmm. it puts your offense up against the wall there. And um, I tell you what, I, I wasn't a fan of San Francisco, but I think San Francisco will come. I, I think San Francisco will go toe-to-toe with the Eagles with no problem. Yeah, I told you last week. I said I'd go with San Francisco to, win, to be in the Super Bowl. and I mean, I know it's not a pretty look, but, I mean, when have they ever looked pretty in the last five years? And look what they've done. And that's the thing. The NFC doesn't look pretty. And the AFC looks to me has all the glamour teams. Well, that's the thing. When you play San Francisco, they're going to make you not look pretty. They're going to play. You're going to play their game. They're not going to play your game. So, um, I just I, what I'm saying is, in the end, what's going to win? You feel like the NFC's down and dirty and and uh-huh. tough it out defense wise, and then you got the AFC where you're like, oh, their team just looked better. But yeah. deep down inside, I don't know if they were. I yeah. mean, they game in Buffalo, Miami. Um, Miami came in there. They weren't afraid of the cold. The snow came in the last quarter. Um, didn't really affect the game. And Phil and, and Buffalo just looked like Buffalo. But yet Miami hangs in there. You'd think they could be there. Obviously, the Browns beat the Ravens. I don't know what's going on with the Ravens against Lamar Jackson. I think they may be out of it. And then you got the Bengals down 17 to nothing. They came storming back. The Chiefs supposed to be the favorites. They struggle with Houston, go to overtime with them. Yeah, McKinnon, just, that touchdown, huge, massive for me. I don't know. So it's just one of those things where, um, you know, you get the Chargers beating the Titans. Is Justin Herbert starting to kind of heat up? Again, I just feel like the AFC is absolutely loaded. And I just am interested to see. Well, all it two- takes is one good week from an NFC team and a bad week from an AFC team, and you got an NFC, NFC Super Bowl champion. Yeah. It just seems like, though, on the flip side, the AFC just looks so much prettier. Yeah. And yet, I don't know if they are. Like, I, I just think Joe, I mean, you, you watch the Mangles play the Buccaneers, AFC versus NFC, and yeah, the NFC jumped off to that quick 17 nothing lead, but the Mangles came storming back and put them to sleep. Like, it's if the Bengals play as good as they can, they can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, just feel like the AFC is loaded. They're the ones with, with all the glamour teams, and it'll be fun to see them Whoever ends up matching up, like, can they, who ends up winning? I feel like it's just, like, the Big Ten versus the AFC. Like, I mean, the SEC. Like, you got this defense versus the offense and glamour. And I don't know. It's going to be really interesting as to goes on. And this week, everyone's looking forward to this big Eagles-Cowboys matchup and don't even look like they're going to be at full strength. So, it's just kind of I'm like, sure he'll play. Eh, but... You think he's going to play? I think he'll play. I think he'll play, and if they end up losing, they'll just say he didn't play, or he was like kind of hurt, you know. <laughs> hey, you got an excuse if you lose, I guess. What What do you think about the Vikings, though? Truthfully, coming down from thirty five to nothing, thirty three. But oh. still, I think I don't think there are any. I, I mean, if I said tomorrow that the Lions were playing the Vikings in the playoff matchup, I would take the uh, Lions. Right, I don't think the Vikings are anything tremendous. I mean, they, they ended up winning, but let's be honest, they played the Colts at home. They should beat the Colts. They shouldn't even have gone anywhere near it overtime. I mean, they should have beat the Colts by 17, 21 points. I mean, it's just that simple. The Colts are not good. Let's play a little game here, Stephen. You tell me the answer to these questions. Ready? Let's go. Right. Vikings, Lions. In your heart, in your brain, who's the better team? I just answered that question, and I didn't know you were going to ask that. Lions, are you kidding me? Really? Without question? 
Oh, without a question. Every day it ends at why I got the Lions. Over the Vikings? Absolutely. Okay. If you were going to start a franchise today, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Joe Burrow, who would you want, but who's the better quarterback right now, you think, in the NFL? This is so tough. I don't, I'm not going to go Joe Burrow. I, I would go between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, and I've said it all along. I think Buffalo's the best team in football. Josh Allen is the best player in football. The, if today Buffalo played San Francisco, who do you think would win the Super Bowl? I'll go Buffalo because of Josh Allen. I'm just saying that because I think Josh Allen has this unique talent that there's just not in football. I know Matt Mahomes can make any throw. I mean, he's probably a better passer of the ball than than Josh Allen. I'm not going to say he's not, and he's going to make plays that Josh Allen can't make. But Josh Allen has the ability to just run someone over and then also make tremendous plays um, with with his right arm. So I just, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I really like Josh Allen. I think he's the best player in football. Eagles overrated or underrated? God, that's so tough. I think that they're a little overrated. I, I just, I know that we, we talked about the Colts, not the Colts, the Cowboys kind of struggling with the Texans. And then now the uh, Chiefs struggling with the Texans. I don't know if that says that the Texans maybe have started to kind of figure some things out or if that means that those teams maybe aren't as good. And I feel like the, the Eagles kind of have struggled a few guy, a few games this year and we just haven't talked about it because they've kept winning. And they're the team that, yeah, every time we talk about Dallas winning, it's they're the, the topic of discussion. We have the Cowboys, or the Eagles were, what, they were 8 or 9-0 and to start? I mean, we didn't even talk about them as much as we did the Cowboys. Yeah. So I just think that's that simple. I think the, the I think the Eagles are slightly overrated. Because, truly, if you lose um, Hurts, I just, I'm a little afraid. Next question. And this is a really big one, folks. Do you think Lamar Jackson ends up as a Raven next year? No, I don't think he'll be a Raven next year. I, absolutely, wow. I'd be amazed if he was. He wasn't, he, he did everything he could to get that. Well, he they worked really hard together to get an agreement for this coming year and for his future and, Obviously, things haven't worked out, and he had that MVP year three years ago or something like that, mm-hmm. I think it was. And things just haven't really been maybe clicking as well because they lost the first round of the Titans, and I don't think they've ever adjusted. I don't think he's even won a playoff game. So I think he's got to get out of Baltimore and kind of um, find a new home. I, I think a little bit of Lamar is he's got to realize that he has done nothing. Obviously, I respect him tremendously as a player. He's done a lot of great things, but... When it comes down to it, and you're you're going to consider yourself a great of all time, you got to win playoff games. You got to win. You got to win a Super Bowl. You got to do some amazing things. And to this point, Lamar hasn't been able to do that. Whether that's his fault or that's a system, um, but it all comes back down to your shoulders. So, last question: Is this Tom Brady's final year in the NFL? I don't think it'll be his final year, but I think I think he's got to get out of Tampa Bay. I think that I know they said that. that I've read some things that he's going to go back to the Patriots, he but there. I don't think he'll go back yeah, there. But nobody to play with there. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just think Tom Brady is is kind of like you know he's not comparable to Phil Mickelson because Tom Brady didn't go out of his way to do things that ruined his legacy, but he he could have retired after he won the Super Bowl his first year with uh, with uh, with uh, <clears throat> with uh, Tampa Bay. I just. I think he's kind of hurting his legacy doing what he's doing right now. 
Um, every week he's like Mac Jones yelling at everybody else on his offense. Um, and it never is his, on his shoulders, and he makes bad throws, and he's still going to yell at his own players. So there's just no reason why he did what he did after winning that first Super Bowl. He, he, he was able to show that he didn't need Bill Belichick to win a Super Bowl to be relevant, and now he's just, in my opinion, damaging his legacy. Once in a while, it's great to pick your nose. It feels so good. It was great to pick Stephen's brain. There you go. That was interesting. That's right. All right. Let's make some picks here as we go forward. This Thursday night, primetime, don't forget games on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. We got a little bit of everything, folks. But on prime video Thursday night, the Jaguars, 6-8 and eight against the Jets, 7-7. Seven and seven. The Jets need this. They got Zach Wilson starting again. Oh, Lord, folks. I... The Jaguars are are a really up-and-coming team. I mean, they're going to take over, I think, that NFC South in the years to come. I think Tennessee and the Colts, I think, have had their heyday. I think the Jaguars... Oh, yeah, I mean, think future. about it. The Jags have their franchise quarterback and their franchise running back, and they're 23 years old, maybe? Yeah. So, I mean, when you have that duo, that, that helps things out a little bit. And you got Doug Peterson, who has obviously somewhat resurrected that organization already. Did you see that dig? Um, did you see that dig that, I don't know who the player was, but he said something about what's the difference between this year and last year, and he said coaching. <laughs> so obviously those guys like Doug Peterson, and he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Obviously he didn't get much past that Super Bowl, but still obviously he's shown that he's a good quarterback. The guys like to play for him, like Dan Campbell. If you if you can get the guys to play for you, I think that's all you need. You don't have to be the best X and O's guys. I mean, I think Dan Campbell would say it too. He's probably not the best coach of all time but when you got a locker room that wants to fight for you and play for you i think that's all you need true i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the jets i still think the jets are a good team i think they got a good defense the jaguars you said it earlier they they have their highs and then they have their lows um i'm gonna go the jets it's a pick em game essentially in the lines um i'll go the jets uh, there's no doubt about my mind. Um, the Jaguars are going to win this game by 14. Yeah. Wow. I mean, woo. Okay. I, I would be shook if the Jets won this game. Now, we're going to have some fun with these next two games. And I, I would drive all the way to Chicago just to waste gas and back just to, if the Jets won. I'm looking for a defense this weekend uh, to pick up for my fantasy team, and I think I just realized who I'm going to pick up, and I'll explain that in a second. We got the Bears playing in Chicago. There's going to be a blizzard there Friday. Um, the Bills are coming into town. Josh Allen will beat the Bears, but it could get interesting because it's going to be still supposed to be windy, still going to be leftovers of the blizzard. Um, Chicago's going to get rocked, and the Bills are going to rock them on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, the Bills and the Bears, I mean, I don't really have much else to say. If the Bills lose this game, they, they should, they're in trouble. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I agree with you. The, the, the Justin Fields, obviously, he's a great player, but things are not working out right now, and it's obviously it's not his fault. Um, it's just the Bears organization, but obviously they need to get things figured out. But I would think that they'd get better next year, um, get some guys around um, Justin Fields. Now, I just realized something. I am definitely going to go pick up the Cleveland Browns defense because – I didn't realize New Orleans coming to Cleveland, and Cleveland's going to be, I think, a little behind here um, with this big storm coming in. And, um, yeah, I I think the Browns are going to win. I think 
I don't know what's going on with the quarterback situation. I don't know why they are. Um, I don't know why they're continuing um, with the redhead. The redhead, the, the red, uh, the fire crotch. They they are. Um, I mean, in Cleveland on Saturday, the high is going to be twelve degrees. It's going to be windy. What's the ball weather though? Um, we have got winds of thirty miles an hour. Uh, a chance of some light snow, but it's going to be cold. I think that Browns D, it's going to be nasty. I'm going with the Browns. I can't believe I didn't know this. I'm picking them up tonight. I mean, I would go with the Browns too. I mean, overall, yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, I like that. if the Browns lose this game, they're going to have to owe the NFL an apology. The Browns get to 7-8 with this win. and they, they got a chance, folks. I'm, I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns. Let's go Browns. Go Browns. I got the Browns. I don't say that was an excitement, though. Texans, Titans, 1, 12, and 1, 7, and 7 Titans. God, I hate watching the Titans. They're so pathetic. I can't take it anymore, folks. But I'm not picking the Texans. <laughs> I'm going Titans. I'm actually going to go a different direction. No, don't. How can you say that? It gets the last two weeks that they've done. That's true. Um, and Titans are inept um, offensively. Um, I'm going to go Texans. They have fought their way the last two weeks to to give themselves a chance. Obviously, coming up short both weeks, but um, yeah, at some point they got to win another game. They've really fought hard the last two weeks. Don't be shocked if the Texans win this game. Seahawks almost ten point dogs to the Chiefs. I think that's a high line. I'm still going to go with the Chiefs, but I think the Seahawks could pull that. I'll tell you what, if you're a betting man, yeah, take and the, the Chiefs, Seahawks in ten points. Yeah, that's, take, a lot of points. Yeah, that's a lot of points. I agree with you on that. Um. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll go. I'll go Chiefs, but I'd be very hesitant to touch that line, unless I'm taking the points. What do you mean? Unless I'm taking nine and a half for the Seahawks. Oh yeah. I mean, wow. Woo. That's what I mean. Like I would be afraid if I was taking picking the Chiefs um, and having to give nine and a half. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Christmas Eve Giants and Vikings. The Vikings are three and a half point favorites. I put some money on the. Washington Commanders, because I thought the Giants season was over. Um, and miraculously, the Giants somehow won. I I don't know how. Um, I don't want to pick either team, because the Giants don't score 10 points a game. Um, I guess I'm going to go Vikings. Ooh, God, this one's tough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, the Giants, I've said this for weeks, their offense is just horrible. Uh, the Vikings, you either get, like, a 2 out of 10 performance or you get, like, a 8 out of 10 performance. Um, they're hit or miss, and the Giants are the same every week. They're just offensively challenged. Oh, God, this is tough. Um, after last week, the Vikings think they're hot. I'll go Giants. You know, Bengals and Patriots, Patriots have a good defense. I need Joe Burrow and Fantasy to go absolutely freaking off. I'm going Bengals. Score six touchdowns, Joe. Put me in the finals next week. Give me a chance to win $800 in fantasy. So, actually, I am going Whoa. against Joe Burrow. Why would you do that? You know I need this victory. I know. I'm going against him in fantasy. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, I hope Joe puts up 80 points. Why do you want me to lose? Why do you want me to lose? I didn't say I wanted you to lose. I just think I don't want him to have a huge game. Um, yeah, so... As long as Jamar Chase has a good game, Tiggins doesn't catch a ball, and Joe Burrow only throws to Jamar Chase, 
I'm fine. If either of those, either of those four touchdowns from our chase, I'll be happy. Lions but, better. I mean, I'll, I'll take the Bengals without that question. Lions better win. I'm not talking about this game. We already talked about Lions better win. Who won? Oh, yeah, Panthers, yeah. Oof. Lions better win this one. Falcons, Ravens. Um, the Ravens are 9-5. and five. I don't know how they're 9-5. and five. I feel like they could have lost every game this year. Um, but I don't think Desmond Ritter is the answer in Atlanta. Um, uh, God, give me the Ravens. I think this one could be tough in the fact that... Um, um, I know Baltimore's the favorite, but I'm assuming Lamar's not going to play. I think that's safe bet to say. Um, with the Baltimore Ravens not having much quarterback play, I'm still going Baltimore. There's only two games on Christmas Eve later in the day. At 4.05, you have the Commanders and 49ers. The Commanders just did not look hot against the Giants. There's no way the 49ers are losing this game. The 49ers are going to win. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers can't lose that game. They're they're the 49ers. In the I mean, NFL, say. set this up for the only 425 game, the Eagles and Cowboys. They're going to be devastated if Jalen Hurts doesn't play. Dallas is a five-point favorite because of the assumption Jalen Hurts isn't going to play. I'm sure that line would change dramatically if Jalen Hurts plays. Um, <clears throat> as much as we joke about the Cowboys, I still think the Cowboys are a good team. Uh, oh, do we got to pick this one? Uh, I'll go Cowboys. Yeah. It's not even worth talking about. I'll go Cowboys as well. They find a way to bounce back after last week's upsetting, embarrassing blast play. Uh, and that's what really almost put me on the edge last week because I was supposed to win by 20 once that game went to overtime. And I, cause I have, I have Dak as my quarterback and uh, I had the tight end for, um, Oh, that's not a good play looking like right now. I get rid of it. Nope. Okay. Never mind. Uh, back to the subject. I have Evan Ingram as the tight end for the Jaguars. And when he threw that pick six, I lost two points and then I lost all the points I was projected to get in the overtime game. So, um, I was supposed to win by 20 and then that, went way down, so that was an upsetting play. And, I mean, the throw was good. He threw it right to the guy's hands, and then he just, oof, I don't even know what to say. I'll go Raiders on Saturday night, Christmas Eve football on NFL Network. The Raiders are an underdog to the Steelers. You can damn well bet money will be on that one, baby. Go, Raiders, go. I, I mean, that one I would feel pretty comfortable with taking the Raiders. Um, or they'll pick it as playing. I know. The Raiders are so disgusting how bad they are when the talent that they have. I don't know who to pick. I guess I'll go with the Raiders. I want to pick the Steelers, but the Raiders are the better team. It's kind of surprising to me that the Steelers are the favorite. And move over NBA because the NFL is the king, and they're back on Christmas Day again. This time with three games, Packers at Dolphins. Oh, my gosh, I wish this game would have been in Green Bay. Um, I think the Dolphins get back and win. I was impressed with the Dolphins the other night. They got more playmakers. Um, the Dolphins beat the Packers. Yeah, I'll go to the Dolphins as well. They've, they've fought hard. They just didn't win last week. The Packers, 
There's nothing exciting about the Packers. They kind of struggle a lot. So CBS should be ashamed for themselves putting the Broncos and Rams as the 4:30 game on Christmas Day. Be a good time for me to get an. I mean, it's going to be a good game. Two bad teams. You better take the under in this game, folks. <laughs> I'm assuming Russell Wilson will be back. Um, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by its tail. The Rams win. Yeah, I feel like Baker Mayfield's going to win. Okay. Uh, Broncos country, let's ride. Let's not talk about that game anymore. Buccaneers and Cardinals. Shame on NBC for subjecting us to that game as well. I don't know if the Cardinals are still going to be on their third string quarterback. Um, obviously, Colt McCoy got injured and um, McSorley came in and looked rough. Uh, there's no way Tom Brady's losing this game to the Cardinals, so Tampa Bay wins. I'll go Tampa Bay seven to I mean ten to three. Man, what did they do to us on Christmas Day? Talk. About, I mean, let me say this: if these games out draw the NBA games, the NBA should retire, folks, because these are pathetic games. And Monday Night Football, the Chargers versus the Colts. You think Jeff Saturday should have been the first interim coach to ever be fired? No. <laughs> what the people were saying. Let him finish the year, jeez. Well, I'll go Chargers because I love my Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I'll go the Chargers as well. I don't, I, I'd be shook if the Chargers beat the Colts. The Colts look bad. All right, so there's no way this week is going to top last week in the NFL. Last week was amazing, unbelievable games, unbelievable performances, heartbreak city folks. Stevens uh, in the semifinals of his fantasy league. I'm in the semifinals of another fantasy league. We need some big games from some players. Let's talk a little golf. Tiger Woods was back in action and looked unbelievable in the father-son championship. Charlie um, has fallen down. He's injured, flat-footed, struggling, and Tiger Woods single-handedly carried that team. Looked good. Um, He still got his plantar fasciitis plantar fasciitis whatever it is but once that heals up justin thomas says he's using a new golf ball hitting it farther past him all the time uh, i think tiger woods is back folks i if the sad thing is if, if tiger woods could walk augusta national he can win that at that place again mm-hmm. uh but the hills there are going to be unbelievably tough tiger does make it sound like he might play a tournament or two uh, before the masters which will be exciting he seemed back. Um, good to see him back. I was excited. I mean, I want to be honest with you. I was so Saturday. I parked my big behind right in front of the TV, and I watched every single one of the shots on NBC. Like I was fascinated mm-hmm. with it. I I couldn't wait to see Tiger. And in Saturday's first round on a part five, he hit a second shot, and Roger Maltby called it. And it was he did that club twirl, and it was like mother freaking Tiger Woods is back, folks. Like, yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, great to see. He played wonderful. Hit some great wedge shots. I, this dude was spinning it from the mulch. He was spinning it from everywhere. Um, Tiger Woods looked back, so it was good to see. And um, I know we're all waiting to see when's he going to return. Maybe Riviera. Um, Tiger gets out. Riviera seems like a flatter course. I don't know. I've never been there. Obviously, the first hole's got that huge hill, but it seems a little flatter maybe. Um, be good to see, but if Tiger Woods can walk, now don't forget he rode a cart, which I think if he rode a cart, be no trouble. Um, so it, I tell you what, it was great to see Tiger Woods back in action. 
Yeah, I think anyone that likes golf is happy to see Tiger Woods back. It certainly draws more viewers. It draws me into wanting to watch it more, or wanting to watch it at least uh, when Tiger Woods plays. So, Now, why do we bring up golf, though? Well, not just because of Tiger Woods, but the Masters announced today that LIV players are allowed to play at Augusta. That Champions Dinner, I mean, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall any year there, but that picture they take with... <laughs> With with that Justin Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Bill Mickelson against Sergio, Sergio. Oh my lord! Um, wow. They should just do a special invite for Rory. Yeah. Oh boy. Good thing Rory isn't there. But let's be honest with you. In all of these majors now, it's always going to be a a, a a little story behind the scenes of LIV versus PGA, right? Like, who wins? Um, There's only one thing I'm asking for. What's that? Well, two things. Tiger Woods competes. If he could win, that'd be amazing. Obviously, we would never expect that. But, and the second thing, above all things, is an LIV player cannot win. Yeah, it would be rough. I, and I also want for couples to make the cut one more time at the Masters. Well, yeah, that too. It's if LIV, it, the, every major is going to revolve around that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. Is, is an LIV player going to win? And if they do, it's gonna um, really hurt the yeah. So the fans that are backing um, PGA Tour players and the PGA Tour, and then the guys that are actually going out there every week to say that the LIV, um, what's going on is wrong. So bottom line is, folks, we need the PGA Tour. Now bowl season is underway. Steve and I next week will have our special preview of the Fiesta Bowl. And the Peach Bowl, we'll give you all the information on it. So Ohio State of Michigan fans, by the end of next week, look for that. Be able to listen to it and then lead up right into the game. So that should be just unbelievable. Um, let's let's just get fired up and pumped up about that. We made our bowl picks. Toledo's playing right now. Steven, let's make some more bowl picks. We're on to Friday, December 23rd. If you're a fellow follower of the podcast... The last pick we had was Baylor and Air Force. I think I picked Air Force in that game. So here I we go. I picked Baylor. We don't so we know who's going to win. We're going to round. We're going to round through some of these bowl games real quick. We're not going to go in real depth in some until some of them. Um, but for sure, let's talk Houston, Louisiana. I'll go Houston. I'll go Houston as well. They're a pretty big favorite. The Union Home Mortgage, Gasparilla Bowl, Wake Forest, and Missouri. Missouri was an uh, an odd team this year. They. They were the one team that almost beat Georgia. Um, I'll go Wake, though. I'll go Wake. I don't understand why this game's a one-line, a one-point um, spread right now. I know, but come on. You watched that game against Georgia. Missouri has no offense. They have At least Wake Forest has Sam Hartman. They might seven be 7-5, but there's like no excuse why Wake Forest should lose this game. Back by tradition, the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve. Middle Tennessee State University against San Diego State. Got to go San Diego State. Got to go the Aztecs. I'll tell you what, if I could ever go to a bowl game and wasn't the college football playoff, Hawaii sounds like a good second. I'm going Middle Tennessee State. I still believe uh, Middle Tennessee State's going to win this game. The day after Christmas, New Mexico State taking on Bowling Green. I guarantee you there'll be more Bowling Green fans in Detroit than there will be New Mexico State fans. Why do you fans. think that? Do you- Geography. Um, I'm going PGSU. Um, I think New Mexico State wins this game. 
Uh, BGSTD uh, comes out on bottom. Georgia Southern and Buffalo. Georgia Southern wins. Yeah, I got Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern's quarterback has played at Buffalo for four years. He's going to top the Buffalo Bulls. He's gonna, he is not going to ride the ball. He's going to be the ball. Memphis and Utah State. I'll go Memphis. I'll go Memphis as well. They're a pretty big favorite this week. Um, yeah. Coastal Memphis. Carolina and East Carolina. Coastal Carolina fell apart as the year went on. I'll go East Carolina. Yeah, uh, Coastal quarterback, I think, is gone. Coach is playing. Co- or not coach is not playing. He's coaching his last game there. Um, I'll go East Carolina. Wisconsin. The last time that it was going to be running the offense that Wisconsin runs before they changed up a little bit, Wisconsin. I predict them to beat Oklahoma State in the guaranteed rate bowl. Oof, pronouncing that one could be a little risky. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll go Wisconsin as well. Big Ten wins. Uh, Oklahoma State, uh, really a letdown after last year. They were one yard away from making the college football playoff, and now they're um, only barely bowl eligible, and they probably end up losing this game and going 7-6 and six on the year. UCF and Duke, we went on and on about who to pick in this game. I guess I'll go Duke. I don't remember who we picked, but I'll go Duke this time. Uh, since you went Duke, I will stick with UCF. Arizona, AutoZone, Liberty Bowl, Kansas, and Arkansas. I think we went with Arkansas. I mean, with Kansas. They're back in a bowl game. Arkansas, listen, Arkansas looked good, and then they looked freaking horrible. Rock, Chalk, Jay, Hawk, the Cardinal Stretch Fight song, Kansas wins. I'll go Kansas as well. Arkansas is even worse. Oregon, North Carolina. Um, on Wednesday, the 28th, I'll go Oregon. Only way Oregon loses this game is if Drake May throws for about four, 580, foul four yards and seven touchdowns. So, uh, Bo Nix, everyone's uh, uh, was talking about how Bo Nix is coming back and then the Dante Moore um, flipped his commitment from Oregon to UCLA and uh, they kind of had a field day with that one. So, um, yeah, I'll go Oregon. Um, they should win this one. Texas that's a big spread, though. 14 and a half, that's, that's a huge spread. Huge. Huge. I know what that's like every morning. <laughs> Other lot <of> crickets. <laughs> Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Ole Miss beats Texas Tech. Uh, yeah, I got Ole Miss as well. Uh, Lane Kiffin finds a way to the, gar- the season going the again. Guaranteed ball, the pinstripe ball. Minnesota destroys Syracuse. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Minnesota wins big. 21, 21 point win. The cheese at both. Florida State destroys Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that one. That, that might even be worse than the previous game. And when I said Minnesota wins 20 by 21, they win 24-3. The Alamo Bowl, always an exciting bowl. Texas and Washington, two good programs. Washington's going to win. How about that? Penix is coming back. Bo Nix is coming back. Um, and I heard one more big... Um, oh, um, UCLA is trying to get DJ from Clemson to come out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you got Caleb Williams in there. The Pac-12, folks. It's going to be a game. I'll go Washington, but look out for the Pac-12 next year. Yeah, I got Washington as well. I think they'll they'll find a way to beat the uh, the, the, long, the Longhorns. On Friday, December 30th, I will definitely take Horns care down. of Maryland over NC State. I got Maryland as well. Yeah, I agree with them. Their offense is good enough to beat UN or to beat NC State. Reason I'm picking Maryland as well is because every single time this year I thought NC State would win, they lost. Hey, 
who would love to go to El Paso, Texas for the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl? UCLA beats Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think this one should be pretty ugly. I think Pittsburgh is pretty putrid. Their quarterback is in the portal. He won't be playing. UCLA is a much better team. UCLA finds a window way to win. The Gator Bowl, South Carolina beats Notre Dame. Notre Dame just, I think, doesn't have a good quarterback situation going. I'll go South Carolina. They're playing hot, right? I mean, let's be honest. They beat two unbelievable teams yeah. in the year. They put Ohio State. Well, the only reason that the, the playoff, uh, the top four got real interesting the last few weeks, they took out two teams. Yeah. So. so I'll go South Carolina. Yep, I'll go South Carolina as well. Um, Notre Dame without their quarterback, without QB1 and QB2. Um, I like South Carolina to win. The Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Ohio and Wyoming. Um, Ohio's the favorite, so I'll go with Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. Um, they'll, they'll, rep, they'll represent the MAC pretty well, and they'll win this game over Wyoming. In our first New Year Six Bowl, even though it's not on New Year Six, uh, I'll take Clemson over Tennessee. I just think Tennessee's really um, kind of been socked with players who are not there anymore, not playing. Um, so I'll definitely go. Um, Clemson. Yeah, I think Clemson's going to win this game. I think that they have a really good chance to win this game by more than six points, even though that's a spread. I think that Klubnik or whatever his name is, quarterback for Clemson, looks pretty good. Um, just building confidence in the games that he had to come in this year. Uh, shows a lot about him coming in against some of the games this year, filling in for DJ, who's been the starter there for the last two years. Um, played a little bit in Trevor Lawrence's last year. Um, excelled and... Um, I think it just shows how good of a player he can be and how much confidence he's gotten himself and how much confidence Dabo Sweeney's gotten him. So I think uh, I think Clemson football has a huge win, beats Tennessee in the Orange Bowl, goes 12-2, and um, has their quarterback for next year. Playoff Saturday, the Sugar Bowl. Weird kickoff at noon. Usually the Sugar Bowl is at night. Alabama, Kansas State. Now Alabama's having all their players play. I, we, I think we both picked Kansas State because we thought they'd come in more motivated. I think it's unbelievable. It's awesome that Alabama's top players are coming back to play, even you know, with all the money that they're going to get in the NFL. So my 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 heart says to pick Kansas State, but my brain now's back. You got to pick Alabama. Uh, you can pick Alabama. I got Kansas State still winning. Iowa, Kentucky. I don't know what the line, the over under is in this. I think it's what thirty or something, twenty nine, twenty eight. Um, it's going to be a pathetic game. Iowa wins it though. Yeah, I got Iowa. That defense um, has the biggest offensive outburst of any um, performance in this game. That's for certain. Monday, January 2nd, because don't forget, the NFL gets January 1st because it falls on a Sunday. We're playing for coach, boys. There's no doubt I'm going Mike Leach. I love Illinois. I want to see the Big Ten win, but they're playing for coach. Mississippi State wins. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd be crazy not to go with uh, Mississippi State. I'm going to go with them. Even though we picked Illinois, I believe, um, obviously rooting for Mississippi State to get you know a win for Mike Leach, and uh, obviously there'll be a lot of emotions in that locker room. Tulane and USC, USC is going to win. Yeah, a USC fully healthy against Tulane. Now I would like to see them win that way more than motivated USC. Yeah, I mean obviously in this game USC has nothing to gain, and Tulane has everything to. I mean everything. Tulane has everything to gain, nothing to lose. USC. Yeah, I mean, it's just motivation. It comes Drew down to that. Purdue is back, but LSU is going to get the dub. Purdue's just a hot mess right now. Yeah, um, I'll go LSU. Um, yeah, 
Go Tigers! And the granddaddy of them all, Penn State and Utah. I think Utah is just too physically dominating. I think it's going to be tough for Penn State to score. I'll go Utah. Um, I just don't know Penn State's offensive playmakers come in right now. Next year, maybe a whole different story. But I'll go Utah over Penn State. Yeah, I mean, this is a game that I was, like, super stupendously uh, confident in. I think Utah wins this game. I think Utah's a better team. I think they're more physical. I think that coach just gets them going. Um, they showed that the, they were down, what, 17-3 to against USC? Yeah. And then just absolutely guaranteed. Didn't didn't rate them, but they did something else with an R um, to USC the following rest of the game. So, um yeah, I got Utah. I got the Utes. Um, when we're in the Rose Bowl, we obviously skipped the two playoff games. Like I said, we're going to devote a podcast next week to just those two games. We'll break them down for you. Stephen will give you everything Michigan. I'll give you everything Ohio State, and we of course will make the predictions. Um, you know, the betting line says Michigan wins and Georgia wins. We'll be able to tell you why we think who wins. Um, I think it's setting up to be one hell of a college football playoff. Um, I think we have four really good teams. And to be honest with you, I think even though nobody wants to say TCU, I think all three teams have a chance, all four teams have a chance to win the national championship. Um, There's no doubt in my mind, all four could get hot and play two games great and win the championship. So we are so looking forward to it. We just got to get past Christmas on Sunday. And really on Monday, um, it, it's 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 time. It's time to start thinking about it. Um, we we have the potential for um, an underdog like TCU. We have the potential for Georgia to go back to back and have lost a game in a long, long time. And then we got a chance to have the greatest championship game in the history of college sports, probably with Michigan and Ohio State playing for a national title. Um, there's so many storylines. You know what the two of us want to see, and um, I can't even imagine the podcast if we get the national championship game that you and I want. Will there be any tensions? Or? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Ohio State is going to lose, so I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Reverse psychology, yeah, folks. I'm going to make my prediction next week. I've been breaking it down. I've been doing a little analyzing. Ohio State better be freaking figuring out how to cover some tight ends because Georgia's got two of the best. So we're going to be super pumped to break that down. And on New Year's Eve, oh, I'm going to be having a heart attack. Steven's going to be out celebrating because... Well, if you have a few drinks, it'll help too. Don't be a baby. All right, folks. TCU, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. We will preview that next week enjoy all of the college football games and the coming blizzard, up and the nfl and games the enjoy it all and christmas enjoy whatever you want to call it the blizzard or whatever but uh, sports are way more fun but and christmas. um in christmas wait for santa to drop off all his gifts um yeah a I lot of fun he, things in sports i hope he doesn't leave you a lump of coal see ya <laughs>